Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Cop Update from the LFC Day Trippers. This is a new show that we're going to try to do um, daily between Monday and Friday in, in the every week if possible the idea of this show is to bring you some liverpool news um have a little chat with people in the chat with regards to it as well and um, yeah just have a half an hour of chatting about the reds the latest news and whatever comes up on the chat too if that's all right um so there's a few bits to talk about today um there's people in the chat if you're in the chat go ahead and throw stuff in there if you've heard any news with regards to liverpool throw it in and we'll have a discussion about it and um yeah we'll, we'll see how we get on so some stuff from Liverpool FC. We're going to we're going to definitely talk in the next half an hour about FSG and um, the January transfer window and um, what we should and shouldn't be doing. Um, absolutely go and um, we're going to have a, a big chat. The majority of the half an hour probably about that. And um, we've 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 put a poll on um, or we've put a comment in our community on YouTube asking, um, "Do you think FSG will spend?" And you know, if you we're looking for a realistic window. What would it be? A realistic window, taking everything into consideration, you know, not just, oh, sell him and him and buy him and him, because I don't think it comes across that simple. So if you have any comments on that, you can go into our community tab on YouTube and you can have a chat in there about it as well. After this show, of course, if you're here and you haven't hit the like button yet, go ahead and hit the like button. Um, if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. And if you want to share, you can absolutely share as well. So what I want to start off with is... Um, a loan sign, a loan player that's been brought back to the club um, in Leighton Clarkson, who was on loan at Blackburn Rovers, um, had a little look into this. He's been recalled, and I think the timing of it with the with the League Cup coming up is interesting. Um, the general, 
thoughts of, of Blackburn fans online from, from this news was, look, he looked a decent player, he looked a good player, started off quite well. Blackburn, he, he kind of fell out of favour and Blackburn got into a good run of form and he struggled to get back into the side. Looked a bit lightweight at times, but look, he's, he's a very young guy going into the cha- into championship level. So it's one of those where he's being recalled and I think, you know, Liverpool are trying to get as many numbers as they can together for this game against Arsenal on Thursday. Everything that's happened with COVID. I think that's going to affect how we look at this League Cup thing. And I think it may be the same for Arsenal, who may have to rest some as well. But Leighton Clarkson has been recalled um, from Blackburn Rovers on loan. So now, having said that, he could come back for this League Cup and go back out on loan. But it might be one of those where he's, it's just a case of numbers for the League Cup. Because as Kev said in the show last night, um, I think we're up to 11 players out now. Um, so it is the numbers are quite high. Um, and you know what? A couple more COVID cases and we could be in the territory where games are being called off. Although my feelings on it is we should always have enough players to put out on the pitch. But you have to look at priorities as well, I suppose. Um, the AFCON guys are gone now for the, for the foreseeable. Um, Mo Salah, Nabi Keita and Sadio Mane head off to the AFCON with their respective countries. And you know, um, they're going to miss some games. They're going to miss some games. They they genuinely are. So if we look at it here, um, we have Arsenal in the League Cup away. We have home to Shrewsbury. Away, or home to Arsenal again in the return of the League Cup semi-final. Home to Brentford and away to Palace. That looks like the game. That The games that they will miss. Our next game at the Palace is scheduled for February the 10th and they should be back by then. Um, best of luck to them. <laughs> best of luck to them going to the AFCON. And I think, I think they'll all do quite well at it. To be honest, I think their countries will do quite well. So let's let's wish them some luck in that. The transfer stuff has gone mad. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Um, it's gone crazy. I've had a quick look this morning. An interesting one that Keith showed me was um, Agibu Kamara, twenty year old uh, from Guinea, an attacking midfielder slash winger, Olympiacos, value of fifteen million pounds. Um, Keith just threw that at me before we come on live and said that's an interesting one that he read um, he didn't tell me where he read it from but he did throw it out there so Agibu Kamara I hope I'm saying that correctly A-G-I-B-O-U Kamara C-A-M-A-R-A 20 from Guinea attacking midfielder our winger um, valued at £15 million by Olympiacos um, some of the other names being thrown out there uh, Rafinha the express report that Rafinha is, still holds massive massive interest for Liverpool but the usual lines of, you know, maybe too complicated for a January deal and they might have to wait till the summer. Um, similar sort of stuff um, around Jared Bone still has that link there. Um, Liverpool, um, the mail are reporting that Liverpool still hold an interest in him. But you can see where this is going. Rafinha, Bone, you know, there's some other ones is there, some other ones there as well that I'll get onto in a minute. But um, it's, it's, an in, it's interesting because... Jared Bones had a really, really good season for West Ham. You know, he was scoffed at in the summer by a, by a lot of Liverpool fans. I wasn't too sure of him, I'm going to be honest with you. But I think he's kind of really come to the fore for West Ham this, this year. Um, a decent, decent enough goal and, and assist return. And again, he's being linked by the mail. But I have to preface this with, with there's just names everywhere. Um, uh, everywhere. Red Steve says we, we would sign in, Af- in African before the AFCON. Yeah, listen, it could be one where it happens. It, it happens in the January and he comes in after the AFCON. I, I get where, um, I get where, where you're coming from with that. Um, the, but, but the Jared Bowman, what, what, I'd love to know what people think of this Jared Bowman now because, you know, he was scoffed at. There's no doubt about that, you know, and 
by a lot of Liverpool fans that said, no, 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 that's not good enough because I think they looked at it and went, is this what we're talking about if we're ever going to replace Mohamed Salah? And I don't think that's the case. Um, but but I'd love to know what you think of Jared Bowen now because I think he's really, really come to the fore for West Ham. He, th- he was good for West Ham last year, but he really comes to the fore um, this season. So Jared Bowen, let us know what you think on him as we go along. Mickey says um, Liverpool will not spend in January and I'm not sure... I'm, Sure, not in the summer and blame Salah's new contract. Well, Mickey, I'm being honest with you. Like, I don't get accused of being an FSG sympathizer or whatever because I'm not. Um, I'm very, if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. If it's middle of the road, it's middle of the road. Um, but if that was to happen, um, good luck. You know, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Jeremiah asked, Gav, would you take Dembele in this window uh, since his contract is out in the summer? Usman Dembele? No. I think he's a brilliant talent, um, an exceptional talent, but his attitude and his injury record is scary, um, absolutely scary. So I don't think I'll go near that. Um, Coutinho being mentioned by David Lennon, no, we're, we're past that. Um, Coutinho hasn't been great with um, hasn't been great with injury either, and I don't even know what would you consider him in form or any stage over the last two years. Um, possibly more. I'm not too sure. Georgie, uh, Leicester fan. Hey, man. Hey, Georgie, uh, friend of the show. Uh, Harvey Barnes, love him as a player. Harvey Barnes, absolutely love him as a player. Um, but again, I think January is difficult. But teams don't want to sell, and that's what we we'll get onto in a few minutes with regards to FSG. Teams just don't want to sell. Um, so it's one of those. Daz TV, Darren, how are you? He says, can't see us getting anything, anyone this month that improves us. We badly need new blood, particularly in attack. New blood can enhance the current players who are the competition and also enhances the team. I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's, but I, I have said before and I will continue to say it that um, the next forward signing is huge. I can't see it being, I can't see it being a stopgap. If you believe that Jared Bowen or Harvey Barnes or Rafinha or whoever is going to be a fourth choice player, a really top-end fourth-choice player in a year's time, go and sign them. If you don't, don't. Um, Patsy says Neto was on the cards until he got injured last year. Yeah, he was. Um, he's a really, really good player as well. Um, let me see. Cap- Captain Sal is not... not um, He's not too positive over the January window. He says it's going to be the usual spin by Elliot. Klopp will be back soon. He's like a new sign and we are stronger, lo- uh, LOL. Yeah, we... I'll give my take on it in a minute because we've done a show last night. By the way, if you haven't checked out the two shows we've done after the game last night, um, go and check them out. Me and Kev done an instant match reaction for half an hour or so and then we had a two-hour slog at 10 o'clock last night on the Fatback 4, which was absolutely brilliant. And a big shout-out again to Shawnee and the little bit he done at the end of that show with regards to a friend of his and we've got loads of messages in with regarding that and, you know, it was very touching what he said and... Um, it's very sad what went on there, but the, the reaction of the community around um, those people has been absolutely brilliant. Um, another name, Arno Danjuma, um, Villarreal, um, express linking him with Liverpool. But again, you know, maybe too complicated in January, maybe look at the summer. And I, get, I immediately write these things off when I see that. I think he's a fantastic footballer, by the way. Um, I, I genuinely, I think he's a really, really good player. I'd love, I'd love to see Liverpool have a look at him. But again, um, that's the express. Luis Diaz by the mail, um, Porto's winger, um, highly rated by a lot, a lot of people. He's been linked as well. Uh, I think Kev spoke about him last night and said we should go and get Luis Diaz. So look, there's another one that's in the pop up. Look, 
it's the same way if we were to sell somebody we we would be looking at it going we can't sell him but we're still in the champions league we're still in the league league cup fa cup you know we 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 can't just let a player go. You, you nearly have to be looking at these teams to have a replacement in place before you could go and do it. And it's, it is a tight window to do it in January, but I'm always saying that without sounding like I'm making excuses for owners because I'm not. I'm just telling you, it's 31 days. It's hard, especially if you're waiting on another club to get a replacement, i.e. Leeds to get one for Rafinha, West Ham to get one for Bowen, you know, um, Villarreal to get one as well but um, Shawnee said get Diaz sorry says Keith He's, um, I thought it was Kev but um, he, he, it was Shawnee that said go and get him um, just on a couple of outgoings um, apparently Real Madrid are monitoring Joe Gomez situation at Liverpool with him being out of favour he hasn't been fit he's he's had an injury he's come back um, he's played here and there um, bit part he starts a course in the League Cup against Leicester and improved as the game went on but I wasn't too sure on this one, but I got a little feeling there might be something in this. Particularly if um, Nat Phillips doesn't leave the club in January. I think I think he let Nat Phillips go if he gets the right offer. But if Nat Phillips doesn't go, I fear a little bit for Joe Gomez. I really do. I fear a little bit for him. I think, you know, right now, Matip is holding up injury-wise and he's, he's been our best centre-half this season. Virgil van Dijk is Virgil van Dijk and he's got a little bit of stick recently Virgil van Dijk you know but for me he's still the best centre back in the world um, he's come back from injury he looked like he's in a great rhythm you know he, he gets he, he has to come out for Covid he misses a game or two he's come back in um, and then you've got Ibrahim Akinati who seems to be pushing Matip even for the first you know for the partner Virgil van Dijk so you know Gomez it's it's a it's a let us know what you think on Gomez. Let us know what you think on Gomez. Um, Kevin Sullivan is massively on the train for Anthony from from Ajax. I'd love to ask the question on him because anything I've seen for him, it's a bit showboaty. Um, so Kev, you're going to need to let me know: is he um, is he has he got loads of end products to go with the showboat with stuff I've seen? Uh, Fifteen million for Phillips said SA Scouser. Um, Red Steve was listening to Meatloaf earlier and thought of our own Keith Fair Play. Re- Chris Brack says, if Real Madrid want Gomez, then we are missing a trick letting him go. Uh, he's with Kev- Kevin Sullivan on the Anthony train. We can't depend on Gomez. I love them too, but where are we going, where are we going with him? There's G10. Yeah, he's in a bit of a limbo, isn't he? <clears throat> at the age he's at, he's probably going to look to get first team football and, and be really... But look, we're saying all this. John Matico go down with an injury and we're, we're switching between... Gomez and Kanati instead of Kanati and Matip. You know, the sort of way. It's, it's one of those. Um, ain't happening because of injury, but Neto was quality. Yeah, Neto always gets a mention. Uh, Virgil is just half a second off on the pitch and in the head. That lot, that all comes back. Says Key Plunkett. Yeah, look, I'm not overly worried about him at all. Um, there was there was another one there. Oh, yes, Origi. Um, I think it's fairly obvious from Jurgen Klopp's comments, even when Origi scores at AC Milan and stuff like that, that if he'd have got a, if he'd have got a decent offer, he would have let Origi go in the summer. I think that's fairly obvious. It is, well, in my head it is. So, and, and we're all talking about wanting another striker. And the reason we're wanting another striker is because, as we've said, Salah, Mane are off to the AFCON. You have got Jota left there. Firmino's coming back. Um, and, you know, has COVID at the moment, but will be back in the next four or five days, wherever it might be, okay? But then you're looking at Minamino and uh, Origi. Now, Minamino, 
gets has got a couple of goals. You know, he's putting a couple of decent performances. Origi the same, but you're, it's the quality that you're looking at. It's actually not no. They are both injured at the injured and COVID at the moment, but you're looking at quality, aren't you? So, I think if Liverpool were to do something on that, I think you're probably looking at one of them goes out and you bring one in. Um, Origi has been mentioned around West Ham. That's gone on since last summer, but that's come back up again. And apparently two Italian clubs in Atalanta and AC Milan are interested too. Of course, Liverpool um, put a £20 million price tag on him. And that was the summer, but that never never, never materialised. I'm wondering what the price will be now. So it may be a case of one out and one in. But again, that's... You know, AC Milan or Atalanta waiting for us to maybe get a replacement <clears throat> before we bring a Rigi in, and the whole thing goes around in a circle because everyone's looking for a replacement. But it has been it has been mentioned uh, AC Milan and Atalanta are interested, while West Ham have a firm interest as well. Um, FSG, we had a big chat around FSG last night, and we try to keep it as balanced as we can because there is people on this podcast um, that. Uh, run this podcast um, contribute to this podcast um, both on screen and off screen and the feeling amongst us is very split despite what you might see from people saying we fucking apologise we don't apologise to nobody for nothing for a start a lot of us feel that or some of us feel you know they do a great job they're great they're great um you know, they're great stewards of the club. They spend what they get in. They don't put us any danger, blah, blah, blah. They make mistakes. We get all that. Some of us feel like that. Some of us feel that um, they're not good enough. Um, you know, spending spending what you get in is all well and good, but there's something need, you need to do more and would happily see FSG move on. And then some of us are in a case of, in an ordinary world, um, they do a really good job. But we we don't we're not living in an ordinary world. We're not living in an ordinary world when you have the likes of Man City and Chelsea around you. When you have possibly Newcastle coming in the next for me year to eighteen months if they stay up. Um, Manchester United if they get their uh, that mess in order have the power to go and spend more than Liverpool. So you have to keep up. You know you have to keep up. You have to keep you have to keep investing. You have to keep spending. You have to keep, sometimes take risks. And the consensus last night was is that. Look, the model at the moment with Klopp is a good fit because Klopp just enhances players. And we talk about you don't need 50 and 60 million pound players. Get a 30 million pound player and and they will do the job for you um, because Klopp will, will absolutely make it work for you. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know where to go with FSG. I really don't. You know, I, I was quite open last January and the fact that they didn't do something for Jorgen Klopp and when they did it it was next to nothing what they done let's be honest you know Kabak didn't light anything up and the other guy uh, Davis didn't Davis didn't play so it's it's one of those um, where it wasn't enough last January now people at the end of the summer at the end of the season went oh well we got tore didn't we and what's the big deal well the big deal is that we had to absolutely run players into the ground to get toured and you know we could have got second you know, if we had a, made a, a proper signing for me. So I don't know where to go with them. You know, I give them a bit of leeway with regards to COVID because I think it has affected everyone, especially when you especially when you amalgamate COVID stuff with the, with the with the system that they have 
you know, and the way they do things, it's going to affect them massively. But I'm worried over FSG in January. I'm not. I don't. I'm not sure we see much action out of FSG um, this January, and the reason being, um, let me see. Uh, and Colin Cavanagh just he puts. So I'm going to bring some of these up. He says last three seasons Arsenal splashed out 270 million after sales, and Liverpool have spent 70 million. We will be left behind. Now, what I would say to that Colin is that they spent out, they spent that to try to keep up, and they haven't. You know, they've they spent it badly. Um, for the majority but I know I get where you're coming from with regards to money that's available their model is different to Liverpool's it always has been and with the owners that they have it always will be but getting back to January I'm I'm worried over it because our main things in January is we're losing Keita we're losing Salah we're losing Mane for the African Nations Cup now I brought up the fixtures earlier possibly two league games an FA Cup game two league cup games and that's it right now the club might look at that and go you know what? We'll we'll survive. But when when they're looking through this season and they're looking at who's available and who's in and who's out, and I include the likes of Thiago in this injured here, injured there, um, Kate are the same. Ox has been decent with regards to fitness, but you know, Origi hasn't been around, he hasn't been reliable, um, Minamino hasn't been up to it where he hasn't been trusted. When you get when you get through these months, you know, do you look back and say we could have done maybe one more in the summer? Like Kev bangs on about the fact we only had a twenty-four man squad instead of twenty-five. So it's 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 one of those. Like I just don't know if we see anything from FSG or Jurgen Klopp in this January because the the problems that were coming up were months in advance. Months in advance. And they knew it and they didn't do anything about it. And I think their argument is going to be, um, oh, well, they're only gone for two league games. We can't make a sign and based off something in two league games. Now, I get that a little bit. I do get that a little bit because I can turn around and say to people, well, our next forward signing is huge and then demand somebody because we have a couple of players missing for two games. Um, but at the same time, I'd love to see them go and say, well, we want, I don't know, pick a player. Just pick Rafinha for argument's sake. Pick Rafinha and go, right, listen, we're going in now. We're going in now. We know it's going to cost us 60 million in the summer, um, but it's going to cost us 70 now. We're, we're putting it down there. We're putting the 70 million down. And A, we get a player in, it's another body. And B, we've more quality in that forward line. I, even after the two games, we've more quality, right? Because Rafinha will give you more than Origi and Minamino. And we're giving a player six months to bed in before we really look to see what he's made of come the start of next season. Um, Red the Rising says, Gav, there's a huge difference between not being able to compete with some of the oil states and barely spending anything at all. We simply haven't kept the pace with the evolution of the team. I think that's a great show. I think that's a great show. Um, And I think, you know, at the start start of the season, I, I looked at it and I looked at the squad that we had and I, I kind of I really liked the fact that Kanate came in um, I really hoped Simakas would come on and he has I think Ox has been better this season than he was last I think that's fair I think Kate probably the same but you want him more um, Covid is a bit of an issue um, obviously because players are missing but I, th- I think you have I think you have a brilliant point there because we shouldn't be sitting here with Divock Origi 
as basically a fourth, fifth choice striker. Okay. And people say, well, he's fifth choice. What do you want? Well, you know, I want to be able to rotate more than one of the front two at times. Basically, you're literally sitting there rotating four for three places, unless you have to break glass in emergency with Divock Origi. I want the other fellow. I want someone to come in for Divock Origi and go, here, I'm as good as Firmino. I'm as good as Jota. Sal is off. Manny's off farm. I'm as good as him. That's what I want. I don't think you need six. I think if you have five and they're really, really good quality, you make them an active part of your squad because Minamino and Origi aren't. And the fact that you say there that we haven't kept the pace with the evolution of the team, I think is a really, really good show. I think it's a really good show. But what 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 can you see in January? I'm not too sure what we see in January. You know, and, and the reason I'm saying it is because if I was to give you two players to get rid of our Liverpool's midfield, you, the majority of people would either say uh, Keita and Ox are probably Ox and Milner, right? Milner, fair enough, he's going to run out of contract. That's just the way it goes, right? Um, Keita is 2023 as well, I think his contract is up to, and spent £56 million on him. So you have to be able to make some of that back but you can't just decide to sell them on January the 5th and buy someone on January the 6th it's just not it's just not that it, you just can't do that and weighing it all up you can you can throw it out there that they don't want to spend money they don't and they don't want to do this and Klopp doesn't want to do this and Klopp the actual logistics of doing it I think it's difficult but the one thing I would say is that and Kev said it there's one spot left in that that squad since Shaqiri left and hasn't been replaced I think it's it's very it's going to be very weird, and you have to remember then that journalists were telling all of us um, in the summer, towards the back end of the transfer window, that twenty twenty two was the year that Liverpool were going to look to rebuild the squad. Um, so now we're going to have to see what happens. You know, I'm fairly okay with where Liverpool are in the league. I'm fairly okay with the performance of the season. I think we just haven't managed games quite well I think our application hasn't been there quite well I still haven't seen a side absolutely play destroyers at football where you go this is just all gone I think it's more down to the application and, and how we, we put ourselves out on the pitch um, and Dicko asked did you watch the programme and I haven't watched it um, it's on Irish TV on tours he said uh, Robbie Richmond I will watch it on tours I know it's isn't it four episodes in a row but I will get it I will, I'll, I'd rather wait till it's all done and sit down and watch it together that's the way that's the way I am but, um, yeah, you can make arguments over, you know, they don't want to do this, they don't want to do that. But the logistics of it, I think, is, is hard. Um, Red Steve just says there, I want my fifth choice forward to push on the force forward of you to replace them, not stand in, for, stand in for them during cup games, sorry. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Like, I only see, I only consider a really, I mean, I mean, to start the game for Liverpool or possibly even come off the bench when it's an emergency. Not, when you're a four or fifty, don't get a sniff. I want, I'd literally sell both of them and buy a really good fella. That's what I do. I'd sell both of them. I'd say, listen, we're either getting twenty five million quid for the two of them or twenty million quid for the two of them, and we're putting that twenty million down on whoever. And it means then that you have you have Salah, you have Mane, you have Firmino, you have Jota, and you have this guy, right? And then your next move is to go right, Firmino or, or Mane. Are we moving one of them on? Well, if we are, we're bringing a guy in that we feel is as good as him. But the five absolutely push each other, absolutely push each other, and that's where I would um that's where I would go on that. Um, give me a realistic January if you can. Um, we four or five minutes 
to go. Give us a realistic January. And without getting into the whole, you know, take everything into perspective, the past form of FSG in January, stuff that comes out with Klopp with regards to we have enough or this or that, um, the players we have in our squad, what we might need to move on and what we could bring in. Like, it's all very well saying Rafinha or Haaland or whoever, but the logistics of it is... um, you know the logistics of it is hard. So, that. so give us a, give us what you feel would be a realistic January or maybe a realistic summer going ahead as well. Diaz, Bellingham, and Zakaria. I'm hoping for in the summer. Bellingham might not happen because of Haaland, says DJ. Yeah, do Dortmund sell both their, you know, their biggest assets um, in the same transfer window or one in January, one in in June, July, I'm not too sure. But the thing is, like, I've, I've been very interested by the fact that um, Ferran Torres has left Man City to go to Barcelona. Now, the, the word out of uh, Pep was that he didn't want to be here, so we let him go. But I get a feeling Pep's the sort of fellow that when he lets one go, he wants another one in. And someone might try jump the queue here for Erling Haaland. That's what I get the feeling. Someone might try jump the queue because I think Mbappe is nailed on to go to Real Madrid. But there's a lot of stuff going on around about Erling Haaland. And Sean, he said last night, he has an Instagram post saying he's coming to play in Spain and stuff like that. Um, so it's 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 an interesting one. It's an interesting one. I think someone might jump, try jump the queue from. Um, Zed said, hi, mate. Just jumped on. Uh, very welcome. Have you discussed Sicaria's rumours? Allegedly, us and United in from at just six million. Of course, Dennis Sicaria, Munchen um, Gladbach, isn't he? Um, he is available on a free in the summer. But again, someone might be able to put five, six million quid down um, and get him now, which will be, um, which will be interesting. Uh, Sean, he wasn't too sure on him last night. Kev has watched a good bit of him over the last 18 months and reckon he's absolute, absolutely perfect for us. So we'll have to wait and see on that. Just, I've seen a list as well the other day of some players that are available to talk and are available to talk to clubs and out of contract in the summer. And the list is impressive. Paul Pogba, Kylian Mbappe, Luis Suarez, Gareth Bale, Usman Dembele, uh, Paolo Diabala, Isco, Divock Origi. I don't know if Divock Origi's out of contract at the end of the season. Uh, uh, Insigne, who looks like he's off to Toronto, isn't he, in the MLS. Uh, Anthony Rudiger, Angel Di Maria, Frank Kessie and Luca Modric. So there's loads of players out there. Um, Dortmund apparently leading the race for Zakaria, says Keith. Um, but it's... I think it's going to be interesting. We're going to try to keep up with it as much as we can over over the, the, the January. And we'll bring up any links that we see any day. You know, a lot of them are just... You know, a lot of them are just out there for the sake of being out there, but... At least we'll throw the names at you. Let us let us see what you think of those players, and we go from there. Um, if you see any news around Liverpool that we miss, absolutely come in here every day. Throw it in the chat by all means. It'll mostly be me every day at two o'clock, um, Monday to Friday for the foreseeable. And um, we're definitely going to do this for January. See how it goes, and if it works for people and they like coming on um, at a lunch break or whatever, we'll absolutely keep going. And as well as that, we'll put out as an audio download for people to be able to listen on their way into Walker or home from Walker on the way to training, wherever on the way to the pub, wherever wherever you're off to. Um, Ava wants to give Dortmund Bobby. Tacky and Arigi and 80 million for Bellingham. I don't, I can't see that happening. I can't see that happening. Um, but yeah, that has been the cop update. Um, that's what we have for today. As I said, you're more than welcome to head onto our YouTube community tab and chat around what we think might happen in January. If you have any news, bring it back tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow at two o'clock and we'll, um, you can try anything you want at me in that chat with regards to Liverpool based news. 
opinion transfers um it's adrian's birthday today so happy birthday to him as well so i, I wanted to throw her in before we left if you haven't hit the like button already please do so subscribe if you haven't already share and if you're listening on the audio download hit the review button and give us a five star review to help us um get more people watching this podcast um i think that's about it thanks a million for joining us on the first cop update and we'll be back tomorrow at 2 p.m that's it talk to you in a bit over and out Sports Social Podcast Network.